Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I got to get Mark Fry back in here. Did I hear Austin Rivers was fighting? He's like the littlest dude on the team. Mark, are you there? What in the hell yeah, is I, going on? He just... So it was so bizarre. I got out of, I called I did a basketball game last night, play by play. Then I uh, uh, got in my car and was just listening. And yeah, all it just broke loose in Target Center last night. So Austin Rivers gets ejected. Two other Wolves players get booted. And then two of the Orlando Magic players get ejected. So it was just chaos. Uh, in downtown last night, I guess. Okay, first of all, we got to focus. The Timberwolves, the players on the court, we got wins to get. We ain't got time to get into no scrappy fights. I need these guys to be adult enough to choke down their feelings and emotions and how they feel like somebody may or may not have treated them and get out there and play the damn game. Everybody work with somebody that don't like them. <laughs> There's always clowning and acting a fool. We still got to do our jobs, Mark Fry. You know, I want to jump on top of Adam Carter's back and beat him in the top of the head sometimes, but I got a job to do, so I don't do that. I 
just come in and do my little show and I go home. What What is really well, going on over right. there? Well, it's interesting, too, because I'm at press conferences all the time with other news outlets and we're never, you know, talking smack or getting in brawls like on uh, there's a great scene on Anchorman <laughs> when they have the huge fight. So, uh, yeah, so you just have to get along and uh, for all, you know purposes last night's game for the timberwolves was not a very good one until maybe the final few minutes so uh maybe this is the fire they need we've been saying that you know, for how and, many years though and that's that's the thing it's like dude it's not like we got this record you know where we can just you know be all big and bad and bold we need to focus right, yep. you know we need to make sure that we are all on one accord we don't need anybody or anything diverting our attention um, away and having us all like, you know, we can't focus on the game. We can't focus on the plays because we all got this macho thing going on. And we're all emotional. We have got to be more perfect. They pay them too much money for them not to be professional about their jobs. You know, I, you know, we get scooped all the time. And sometimes we scoop people. That don't mean at the next news conference that Steve Simpson and Mary LaHammer are going <laughs> to choke, try to choke each other out. <laughs> That would be that would be more of a news story, I think. I, that would be a, an alarming news story. Oh my gosh! But you know, it was so good to see you yesterday at Black Entrepreneurs Day. I was so excited that CCO sent um, someone to cover my event. It was so good to see you. I was just so happy that you showed up. Yeah, and I was just and I, I talked to you just briefly, and I just wanted to get out of the way because there were so many people who wanted just a, a chance to talk with you, and obviously you had a lot of things going on, so it was good to just get over there and talk with some some of the entrepreneurs who are impacted by what's happening and what they want to see happening. So, uh, Shaletta, just a round of applause for putting that together and uh, a lot of respect for you over in the state capitol. You know, I ain't never been over there like that, Mark. You know, I don't um, I do, not do you know, the, the whole political thing. I, I was invited as a guest a couple of months ago because I got vaccinated after saying I was never going to get vaccinated again. Um, and, and did it because my son asked me to. And, and then before that, you know, it was my school's junior high school field trip. You know, it wasn't like, right. you know, I'm in the halls of the legislature and I know these people and I'm in their offices. Hell, I don't even know where to park. You know, I but but I knew that there was a need for black entrepreneurs. This budget surplus was happening, um, and we needed to get down there and make our voices heard before they carve out and carve up this money. Um, you know, but the thing that amazed me, Mark, was it was minus what twelve degrees, and it was not you pleasant. know, it was not pleasant at all. And it's not like they got. A ton of underground parking where, you know, you could just get out and, you know, be, you got to park down the road for some folk right. and then walk up the hill and it's cold, you know, and we had a, a clicker or a counter and Sean was at the door and that was like 247 black business owners um, that he counted. That's not including the people that came from another door. Um, and then all the allies, the white business owners and community leaders uh, from the Hispanic community and, and, you know, Hmong community and the Somali community who showed up um, to support. I, I was just, I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I was amazed at the turnout. 
Yeah, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. I showed up and saw the steady stream of people just uh, walking the distance from their cars, and uh, I think at a rapid pace just to get inside. But you're right. It was just it was great to see that the rotunda filled up with that because sometimes uh, various causes draw different people into the rotunda for different things, and uh, it can either be a kind of a negative energy or a positive energy, but it was all just positive yesterday. And a lot of great speakers that you had up on, on the stage as well with you uh, sharing their stories and their experiences, which I think really helped sort of hit it home for a lot of uh, people like myself who wasn't really sure uh, what we would be hearing and uh, learning that day. So that was really cool to see. Now, what did you learn from, you know, just hearing the speakers and, you know, doing interviews and talking to people who were there? What was the one thing that surprised you the most as a reporter? You know, like you said, you didn't know what to expect. You didn't know if it was going to be an angry mob or a rally, if we were going to, you know, storm the stage. You were like, okay, I just hands on deck. This is a Shaletta event. Ain't no telling what the hell's about to pop off. So, (laughs) Well, I was not worried about any anger or uh, storming the stage. I think uh, uh, that was the Obviously not in the back of my mind, but it was just interesting to hear how they how people just want to be listened to and how they want to be asked questions. They don't just want people to assume this is what uh, what is going to be good for them or uh, just to think, you know, this is what we should do and just a status quo. I think that was one of the main things I took away is actually having lawmakers ask business owners what they want and what they are looking for, especially with the surplus and what it can do for them. And hearing examples of what happens if they don't have uh, the opportunity for those resources, shutting their doors. And that's a very uh, realistic thing that continues to happen today. And, you know, you know, and and somebody was like, well, what are some of the challenges you face? And and I think the one thing that surprised people the most was, you know, the stories that Anissa Keys and I shared about not getting a line of credit for our business. Right. You know, she has 30 employees, four offices, um, a very successful company generated over a million dollars um, and just last year alone. Um, and she still nine years in business can't get a line of credit for her company. You know, I'm sitting over here with a successful podcast in business, you know, three years in, you know, last year we made a quarter million dollars and I'm still buying stuff on the credit card that we used to go on vacation with. <laughs> right. You know, I can't get a line of credit um from the bank for our business and and I'm just so grateful to um you know, community banks like a Bremer Bank that we can go to after we've been banking with some other places for years who understand how to do banking with black businesses um and who will, you know, just kind of hold our hand and help us navigate through that process. So you know, just and just having to switch everything over. You know how crazy that is. You know, you you don't even remember your your code to the old bank, and now you got to switch everything over to a new bank and just kind of start all over. You know, and, and that's that's time consuming, and to have to do that just so you can get, you know, a line of credit, so you can get office furniture, um, right. so you can, you know, uh, uh, you know, do conferences and workshops, and you know, just that kind of thing. It's you know, it's it's barriers that we have to face that you know, our white counterparts don't. So I I just appreciated everybody being there. But, you know, the thing, too, is we didn't just, you know, had a little pompous circumstance uh, and the little speeches. You know, once we were done with the speech part, you know, we actually went to the legislators, to their offices and talked to them and, and, you know, and listened to them um, and, and shared our unique concerns and challenges that we faced so that they 
could understand how they can help. Because, you know, everybody didn't need money. You know, Anissa Keys doesn't need money. She needs infrastructure. I don't need money. I need infrastructure. Some people need money. Um, they need help in, in that way. Um, and so, you know, just to know that we're not all looking for a grant or, you know, forgivable loans. Some of us just right. need a lifeline. Well, that's that's one of the things, like I said in my response just a little bit ago, is just listening to what people need because what you need isn't what exactly somebody else needs as a business owner. So hopefully that was sort of drilled into uh, the lawmakers' uh, plans yesterday, especially as they have a long road ahead of them into divvying out the the surplus and just making plans for the future for the you know the good of the state. Now, I just need to know, were you singing happy birthday to me yesterday? Because I looked over there and I didn't see your lips moving. So were you singing happy birthday when the governor led a happy birthday song to me for my birthday yesterday in the rotunda at the Capitol? I, I'm not much of a singer, so I was. Oh, I no, was I didn't see you singing. It's like in church when you're just kind of sitting there and you just go through the motions a little bit. But how, were you surprised at uh, Governor Walls? I will say that the governor did kind of skip out. He started with happy birthday and then he stepped away from the mic. So he wasn't really uh, serenading the rotunda yesterday, as well, one you might know. Think. I was surprised because I didn't tell him that it was my birthday. Um, and so. When he came up on stage, he was like, is it your birthday? And I said, yes, it is. He said, oh, happy birthday. And so I thought that was it. So when he got to singing and asked everybody to join in, my heart was full. I tried to choke it down because, you know, I'm not much of a cry. I'm a tough right. girl. But it was, um, you know, just seeing the vision that I had for this event yesterday um, and then hearing people sing happy birthday to me. It, it was a lot. And I felt so blessed that God would choose me to lead um, this event and then have those people singing to me. It was, it was special. I do have now, to ask you, I have to ask huh. you, were you prepared to hug that many people? No, I was not. Cause you know me. Okay. Uh, no, I was not, but you know, it was so great because these people finally felt seen. They felt heard, and they were so grateful. They were right. like, we've been hoping that somebody would do something like this. You know, we closed down our shop to come here. We are so grateful. And, and I just, there was a, an overwhelming sense of gratitude right. and appreciation for just being heard. Somebody said, you know, if I don't get nothing, somebody was listening, and somebody sees me. Thank you for that. And so it was just, um, it, it was just so uh, much emotion involved in yesterday. You know, it was black. Black History Month and, and to have this historic event take place and everybody who was there being a part of it, I, I think that that was, you know, just part of it. Absolutely. No, that it, it was a great event and hopefully more down the road and uh, the first of many, I think. I think so, too. Thank you so much for being there. I know you got to go get back to the news, but I appreciate you being on the show, brother. Anytime. All right. Y'all stick around. We're going to talk to Miss Jean. Uh, she is one of Metro Transit's uh, operator trainers, and, and she was here helping folks drive these buses at the hiring event. Uh, they just, you know, kind of closed up shop. It went until noon. They've got another one coming up soon. We're going to tell you all about that and talk to Miss Jean to figure out if anybody drove a bus better than I did when I drove a bus. Y'all want to stick around. Man, you could not tell me that I was not super fly when I was driving that Metro Transit bus. I swear to you, I was like diamond in the back, sunroof top, digging in the scene with a gangster lean. Woo woo. Uh, because it was just like, I, you know, I, had, I never drove our family's RV. But um, when it was time to, you know, just kind of 
mess around on that Metro Transit bus and, you know, check out how to drive it, um, you know, and, and see how I could, um, you know, if, if it was possible, if it was doable, if it was something that was as easy as they were saying that it is to do. And I was like, yeah, this is doable. Um, and, and so that's why, you know, when they, you know, I heard about the, the, the hiring event that they had today until noon, you know, I wanted to be here um, because this is an event that is going to impact a lot of people in my community. You know, and, and since I've been here, I've seen um, so many people that I know from my church and, you know, from, um, you know, community events that I've gone to bringing their sons and daughters here. Um, you know, as they try to navigate this thing called life, um, it gives them a leg up and an opportunity. So the hiring event for today, um, they, they've taken their last folks. Um, I'm getting some uh, DMs and some tweets um, because the folks who listen to this show, um, you know, they know that we engage in social media in real time. So um, today's event was over at noon. Um, but uh, they have another hiring event on Wednesday, February 15th from 4 to 7 at the Metro Transit Instruction Center. Now, you won't be able to drive a bus at that particular event, um, but uh, they will be, um, you know, looking for operators and other uh, positions that are available. So, listen, I'm just trying to provide as much information as I can to help as many families as I can if you are looking for um, a good paying job with some benefits and you're tired of dashing the doors and lifting folks to the airport, um, then go ahead and, and get over there and uh, take this opportunity uh, on Wednesday, February 15th uh, to look and see if they have anything that you think fits into your wheelhouse so I, i'm just uh i'm just excited to to make sure to spread the word about these opportunities to uh, my community um and uh being uh, a part of the solution um to make sure that we alleviate some of the problems um that we have including access to good jobs and capital so that people can own their homes and put the kids through college okay now, y'all don't go anywhere. We've got so much more uh, to come on the Shaletta Show. I'm going to be talking to Carla Bangham. She was there yesterday at Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol. And she's going to talk about, you know, how she um, worked at Allies Table. We had it set up so that when Allies came, uh, they had an assignment too. Uh, what do we ask them to do? The people who were supporting the black businesses? We're going to talk about that coming up. I just can't not stop thinking about how amazing yesterday was. I have never been a part of anything like it. Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Minnesota State Capitol, 247, according to Sean, who's got a clicker, um, 247 business owners who um, are in there uh, and the rotunda doing their thing. Um, listening and talking to legislators about the unique challenges that African-American business owners face. And, you know, I did not want this event to be a bunch of pomp and circumstance where we get there and hear the speeches and clap and then business owners go back home the same way they came with no hope, no help, and no opportunities to assist their businesses. 
And so I was like, I got to find some way to talk to legislators. If we, we could just get the businesses in front of them to um, listen so they can understand the unique concerns and challenges that African-American business owners face, that would be such a blessing. And so I, I don't know what Carla Bingham does in um, outside of her role as Washington County Commissioner. But if I had to guess, it would be an FBI agent because this woman has the phone number of every freaking legislator and state official, uh, sell home and a mama's number. And she was able to help me reach pretty much everybody. It started and stopped with her. Like, I wish I could say this job was a lot harder than it was. But I was like, hey, girl, this is what I'm thinking about doing, having some uh, black legislators up at the Capitol. But I, I want to get some, you know, black business owners at the Capitol. But I want to get some legislators to talk to them. Um, who do you think I should call? And I sent her the flyer. And like 30 minutes later, she was like, so-and-so's coming, so-and-so's coming, so-and-so's coming, but he can only meet with people for 30 minutes. She's going to be there. Um, and, and then if you can get some people, okay, reserve some conference rooms because I'm going to come. I, I, you know, I can help. I can talk to some. I was like, this woman, girl, who don't you know? Uh, I, I, I don't know Obama, and I really wanted to, to, to have this summer so I could maybe surprise you or, or um, you know, Madam Michelle. I would I would <laughs> really would have liked to surprise you on that. But instead, you got Majority Leader Carrie Bistick, and she brought her bestie, uh, Speaker Hortman. And so uh, what an incredible uh, day yesterday, Shaletta. Uh, kudos to to you, to your crew of volunteers, your generous sponsors, um, and to these incredible entrepreneurs, Shaletta, that came and told their wonderful story, the passion in their eyes, the tenacity in their steps. Um, I I spoke to about, I have to say, like eight different people that came through my conference room, everything from financial literacy, which we know is so vitally important, Um, and, and about, um, second chances and wrongful incarceration with some nonprofits and then talking to people about, um, patents they have related to, um, uh, how bike safety and snowmobile safety on helmets and like, I mean, Mm. it is, it is, it is just incredible. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the beautiful thing was is that um, everybody felt so empowered, so educated, so connected. And before that, there was just this major disconnect between the businesses and um, the legislators. And and all it took was one morning of meetings. All it took was one introduction. All it took was 30 minutes in a conference room and suddenly you got a new friend, you got a new ally, you got um, a new supporter. There's a new found um, understanding and appreciation for the challenges that black business owners face and for uh, how legislators have to do their jobs. Yeah, and and it's it's about getting the the piece of that pie of of 18 billion dollars right and sitting there and saying how can we invest this to create jobs to sell products and to do all that but also it's about 
lifting voices and and stories that and mm-hmm. dreams and aspirations, right? Like, um, I I like to say this: people of color have been speaking. They have been saying that no one's listening. That has been the yeah. problem. And yeah. and I mean, you and I had a conversation with the legislator. Was like, well, why? 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 Why is there a problem getting a uh, line of credit? Like, mm-hmm. well, um, let me tell you: Have you, have you <laughs> talked to, to business owners of color that 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 have have tried to explain the the problem, the hoops that they have to go through that other people, quite honestly, it's just done. There's no question yeah. asked. And I think yeah. like they need to hear those stories, and whether they're on commerce or whether they're on any other committee that that deals with workforce development or businesses like um it's it's just about people's voices getting heard and then i think we can collectively work together to to give people opportunity which is all anybody is asking for yeah and and that's all we need is opportunity access and information and like you said it was just not common knowledge you know when I, i was just talking to mark fry about it when anissa key said that you know, she's been in business for nine years. She made over a million dollars last year. She's got five therapy centers and 30 full-time employees, not contract workers. And she's just now getting a line of credit for her business. You know, most of the folks who uh, ain't black business owners in the room, the allies who were there, um, they were just absolutely in shock. And like you said, they were absolutely puzzle like oh my god what is going on yeah. and i'm sitting over here with with my production company and to get the equipment that i need i gotta use sean's credit card and then reimburse yeah. him you know because i yeah. can't get a line of credit that's that's ridiculous yeah it it is and, and i also think um you know i'm i'm a former legislator but in my role as washington county commissioner we deal a lot with workforce development. And so part mm-hmm. of our job is to work with businesses and work with people who need jobs, maybe looking for additional training and all of that. So it was, it was really interesting to hear from a business perspective um, what they're looking for in people, you know, to come work for their companies. I mean, there was just a wide variety of, of I'm not, I mean, struggles, but like challenges right. that were unique to different areas. I mean, for people that maybe couldn't find pe- people, they had plenty of work. They just couldn't find workers. And yeah. they they needed assistance. And is there a place like a portal where we can um, really get access to people that have this kind of talent to provide service for my company, you know, and then and then work with them? So I think it's stuff like that, too, that is helpful when you cross over different levels of government as well. I mean, we all know the feds and the state are kind of big picture. And then you start getting down to to cities and counties um, and and school districts. You're getting down to that minutia, kind of the administrative level. Yeah. And and I just thank you so much for um, the education that you gave those business owners Um, when they came out of the meeting with you. I have a picture with the young lady who came up to me. I'm I'm getting ready to post it on social media now. And she just, (laughs) you know, she just grabbed my hand and she was like, thank you so much. Um, I, you know, didn't know what to expect going into this room and, you know, just to be able to feel seen and heard and appreciated for what I do, because, you know, these business owners were walking in and they didn't know if they were walking into enemy territory. They didn't know if they were walking into a hostile environment where the politicians were going to say, no, uh, you know, we don't have anything for you or if they were going to be received with love and light. And, and so they just came hopeful 
Um, and, and you all provided so much hope and opportunity for them. Now, you know, what was, you know, the main, one of the main stories that you heard that, you know, that you felt impacted you the most or that you will remember? Um, you know, I think that they had, they, especially these two, these two gentlemen that had products, they were like, I just need to get this in front of the big dogs. I need to get this in front of Walmart and Target, and I know that it will sell. Like, I mean, just the determination and that entrepreneurial spirit that you could tell it's 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 not going to go away. These people are not going to back down. They're going to just keep persevering. And I think it's so great to see that in in how our economies work, right? And I think that passion transcends into policymakers to say, I want to help this person achieve yeah. that dream. So yeah. I think those are the types of things that will stick with me listening to them. Um, and, and some of it was just like, they don't, they didn't know about resources available, like open to business. I mean, counties yeah. through their economic development um, programs have that. And th- they sit down with people that can help them start up or reevaluate plans. I mean, it's a free service. Why not do it? And it's great. But I think, um, you know, you've done such a tremendous job lifting this event up, uh, that and uh, many things that, you know, every single person that got on that stage started with, when Shaletta calls me, I move. I do it. <laughs> um, and you have that captivative energy, but it's because we know you're doing the right direction and you have the trust of people. So to all your sponsors mm-hmm. um, and everybody like that, just keep believing in Shaletta and she's going to move whatever you guys need and she's going to lift up a message um, that is going to support her community, her people, and and just really make this place better. And that's that's what we need. We need like a, a gazillion million of Shalettas and this country girl, will be uh, so don't, wonderful. Don't, don't tell that to Mark Fry, girl, because he'll start shaking and itching. <laughs> Not another one. Please, Jesus. Girl, and now, now you got to uh, make sure that me and your mama get together. I don't know yeah. what y'all going to make some lutefisk or something because I've never had it. And have me over to the house, some fire bean soup or something. We'll, we'll I'm, I'm ready. Yes. We'll, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mama Bigum is always uh, starts screaming, calling me. Shaletta's on on this. Shaletta's on that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> she's everywhere, Ma. I want to meet that Shaletta. So uh, we'll All make right. it happen. We'll make it happen. All right, you tell Mama Begum I'm ready. The ball is in your court. You get it done for okay. us, Carla Begum, uh, joining <laughs> us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. We'll be right back. You know, the one thing that I enjoyed about living out in Cottage Grove was that, you know, lazy country feel. You know, the, you know when we moved out there five years ago, uh, six years ago, um, you know, we moved across the street from a farm, Tank Family Farms. And I have just f- fallen in love with the Tank Family. I drive by there uh, at least once a week and stop and talk to Mama Tank and her sons and grandchildren and just checking in on them to find out how things are going. And, you know, and, and I, I like the fact that my high V isn't always crowded. I've got a little uh, community target. It's not one of those giant super target stores and I can get in and get out real easy. And, you know, I just, I love, you know, that the, the streets aren't always so crowded and we've got our little roundabouts and everybody knows how to go through them. And, you know, but I, all of a sudden, 
it's like I look around and there's new homes popping up and new um, uh, townhomes popping up and a whole apartment complex coming to town. And, you know, my lazy little town that I fell in love with is now like a hustling and bustling metropolis. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm always excited to see and meet uh, new people. But suddenly, Cottage Grove is a hip happening hot place to be. And, you know, I was just checking out the Star Tribune and they were talking about the hottest housing markets. And, you know, you could see where your city ranks in the Twin Cities area uh, housing market and if it's hot or not and where it is on the list. And, you know, Lake Elmo, um, which is not too far from where I live, they say it's, it's one of the hottest, hottest housing markets in um, the metro area. And so folks are moving over there to Lake Elmo. And, you know, we, uh, when Papa B was alive, Sean's dad, we would go over to Lake Elmo because they had senior programs available for him. And and I just remember uh, being in that little town and, you know, everybody was so kind and warm and friendly to him uh, and to us when we were there and to my children and so I'm just wondering if the people in Lake Elmo feel like me, like, hey, 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 why are all these people moving to my city? You know, where, where, they, where, where they going? Why they going, you know, are they going to make the lines longer in the high V? Am I going to have to wait uh, two or three rotations uh, before I can get out of Target? You know, what is this? How is this going to impact the schools? You know, because I see new apartments. I see um, new homes. I see new townhomes coming to Cottage Grove. But you know, the residents just rejected, um, you know, the, the opportunity to fund more schools, uh, to fund, um, you know, expanding the classrooms and, and building new, um, you know, school campuses. So where are they going to put all these kids? You know, because the one thing about Cottage Grove is, you know, it's very family oriented. And so there are new families moving there. You know, we have some senior living facilities. We have some senior living housing. But where they going to put all these kids? I don't want my babies cramped up in the classroom with kids piled up on top of each other. If we just rejected the bonding bill, but we're still building more homes. Um, and more townhomes and more apartment complexes. So I just have to tell y'all, I laugh and joke, but I am very concerned about, um, you know, the growth of my, you know, cute little lazy, sleepy city where I can walk to school and walk to the liquor store, go to Dennis Brothers and get my Grey Duck vodka and walk on back home. And, you know, just being able to, you know, hang out at the Tank Family Farm on a, you know, afternoon and buy some fresh corn for the, for the kids and I to roast. You know, am I about to lose all that? You know, that that's that's something that, um, you know, that I think about. You know, I, I purposely moved out there for the um, special needs services that they have in Washington County. Uh, Joe Park does an amazing job at providing a safe and secure and successful autism program for the children um, at Great Cloud Elementary School. Dr. Uh, Laura Loshik does a great job making sure that our kids are not just surviving with special needs, but they're thriving. You know, people look at my kids and say, oh, my gosh, Shaletta, I just remember three years ago when this one couldn't talk and this one wasn't potty trained. And, you know, this one was so shy, um, you know, that, you know, she didn't want anybody looking at her. Last week, Cameron was on stage, 
you know, performing in a play. This was a kid who was so shy. She did not want people to look at her because of her autism. And that's something that she got because the classes aren't so full, you know, and the teachers have an opportunity to give her the attention that she needs. But what's going to happen when they build this apartment complex and all those kids to see it on these schools? And we have not voted for a bonding bill that will give, um, you know, our school district an opportunity to, um, you know, have more classes and hire more teachers. You know, we got to start thinking about that as we grow these cities and talk about what the new hot housing market is. It's going to be hot in them classrooms for the kids if we don't get these districts enough money to expand and grow. And speaking of growing, I got one more hour of the Shaletta Show coming up, so y'all stick around and don't go nowhere. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 